Welcome everyone, we're about to begin with Ezra Hashem, Shalom Bayez, Shir number 270. We're going to talk today about how to prevent marriages from drifting apart. And um, unfortunately, it happens a lot with uh, even marriages, good people that love each other, but because of life situations, they start drifting apart from each other. And we're going to talk today about why that happens, how that happens, and how to prevent it, and if it already happened, how to find each other again and connect. It's very common that marriages drift apart simply because of life, life experiences, life challenges. And what happens is initially they see each other and tell each other, how we're so much alike and how we're connected and we connect so well and we respect each other and we understand each other. And then some therapist related this, that years later, that very couple, you ask them what they enjoy doing together. They come to you and and they stare blankly at one another. Like It's not like they don't know how to enjoy each other, but... um, or, you know, they just simply, the stresses of life got in the way, whether it's work, whether it's children. And what's important to know about children, which is one of the greatest, greatest brachas in life. Um, but if you do not focus on paying attention to your marriage, the marriage often falls into the backdrop and gets hurt if we don't make an emphasis to connect in marriage even after kids come in and even after the hecticness comes into the life. It doesn't happen suddenly. It happens gradually. It's It's easy to overlook this drifting apart of two people who really love each other and then over after a little while, they start realizing we're not as connected as we were once were. We're not as close as we used to be. And couples don't like it. It's not a good feeling. Because the intent of HaKadosh Baruch Hu for Ishva Isha to get married in love, to love each other, and to be one, not as separate p- people that are in their own worlds, but connected. That is what Hashem truly wants. He knows it's an Isayan. And there are a lot of uh, life situations, but nevertheless, He wants us to be one, and He wants our husband and wife to be connected. And that's why we need to be intentional about it, that on a consistent basis, we need to focus, we need to prioritize and connect with our husbands, to connect with our wives. And the drifting apart, like we said, is slow, is gradual, doesn't happen overnight, and that's why it's often overlooked. But we have to go against that tide. And the way to do this is to commit, to communicate and connect, no matter how hectic life is. The first aspect of it is to do these daily check-ins. Daily check-ins mean that no matter how busy life is or life becomes, to have an awesome marriage, 
is to focus every day on it. Even if it's a very hectic day and you only have 10 or free, 10 or 15 free minutes, but you check on each other in those 10, 15 minutes. How are you? How is your day like? Anything interesting happened today? Um, you know, and simply connect with that communication and be intentional about finding each other. And no matter how hectic it is, you move towards each other in that 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is, and connect. The truth is, this is good for children too. The children see and notice this intentional connection, how their mother and father try to connect with one another. That creates a very warm feeling. They may not say it, but they sense it. They feel secure. And then after the children are asleep, if they're younger, or if they're not home, if they're a little older, and it's just the two of you, you need to make it that it's just the two of you. And connect. And the truth is, obviously it's best when both husband and wife, they listen to this or other things like this, they make a decision together to have these daily check-ins and to connect. But the truth is, is either one can initiate this daily connection and communication and so even if one of one is not initiating, for example, let's say the husband isn't, let the wife try. If the husband isn't, let the husband try. Don't be focused on why should he or she initiate a connection in every relationship. Sometimes it's the wife, sometimes it's the husband. And the key is, is that the one who's not initiating, but once it happens, the other one tries to connect with them they need to learn to be happy about it, to accept it, and reciprocate their love and connection. That's really important, that if a couple is listening to this right now, and one initiates this connection, and wants this warmth, and the other one did not, so I'm talking to the one that did not, what you do now, the bottom line is, is your husband or wife initiated to you this connection, you don't reject it you in turn respond back in a loving way, even though you did not initiate it, and start that connectivity and try to initiate it going forward as well. It's normal that we're distracted by life, and um, but we help each other with this. And we need to work on being consistent in trying to connect with each other it's sad because the statistics say that the majority of couples report spending only 30 minutes or less a week talking about meaningful connection between the two of them. So it's important, especially once a week, but it should be more than once a week, but to set time to connect in a longer way, once a week at least in a longer way, and then every day, even busy days, to connect for a short period of time, but every day there has to be that connectivity. And sometimes you need to schedule it. Sometimes you need to schedule it. Now, people don't like to talk about this because they feel guilty about it or they think it's selfish. How we know Baruch Hashem, and it is true that children and the Hemshech Adairais and raising a family is the greatest bracha that's given to a, to a husband and wife to become a mother and father. There's a big tachlis to the Hemshech Adairais. And But what we need to do is to be very careful. Because why? Because it's a tragic choice to put tremendous koichos in your children 
and very little koiches in your marriage. It's a big mistake that will cause damage afterwards. I'm going to repeat that again. It's a tragic toss. It's a tragic mistake to put tremendous efforts in your and koiches in your children and very little koiches in your marriage. And um, why is that so? Because you'll see people fall into this trap. We're so busy with young children and a growing mishpacha, and we need to learn we cannot neglect our own husband and our own wife. We need a balance. Now, it is true that it takes a lot more time to invest in your children than it does in the quality time with your husband or wife, but it has to be quality time. Lahavdal, someone mentioned this to me a while ago, that, um, for example, the tachlis, when a person's a businessman, so he has to work, he works his eight hours a day. It's important. He's Mekayim of Mitzvah, Masamat and Bemuna, but at the same time, he's Kavei Itim at night. Let's say he's Kavei Itim for two hours. So he works eight hours or ten hours if he's forced to, and he works and he's only able to learn with all his other teardas, also only learn two hours. Those two hours are very, very precious. The ten hours in work is also important, but the two hours of learning is the ikker and is the precious and is quality beyond the ten hours that you worked. And the same applies and, and but 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 the truth is people don't think about it that way. People think that because they spend most of their lives working for the business people, that that's their main thing. In reality, even though it takes up more time, but the ikker is the tyra. That's even less. That's less time, similar to that. The Iker is Shabbos, even though it's one day of the seven days. Same thing over here. It's important to know that yes, you may have no choice with life's hecticness. That you could only spend time together as a couple, communicating uh, on the busy days only maybe ten or fifteen minutes a day, and then the weekends uh, maybe you know whatever you can do. But quality time is needed. It's Iker. If your marriage suffers, by the way, in the long long run, your children will suffer too. If you neglect your marriage and put only your kaiches in your children, your children will lose out. Ultimately, they will suffer too. To set the right example for your children as well is very important. They need to see how their mother, how their father are connected in love and how they make it a priority to connect the children need to sense this. And I, when I mean children, I don't just mean young children. I mean even as teenagers that go in and out of the house, and even as 15-year-olds, believe it or not, even as 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds that are not yet married and they're in the house. Don't think it's taken lightly when they see the priority of how their mother and father connect with one another. It's the biggest chinuch you could give them. And that they, your children, will one day be attentive husbands and attentive wives when they grow up and when they get married because they learned from you, the father or the mother, to be a model for them so that the children can learn that. So remember that. Of course you have to put in a lot of kachas in your children. And of course there's a certain level how parents are moist and nefesh for their children. They give up a lot of their own self uh, you know, enjoyment in order to give to their children. And it's a beautiful thing. But at the same time, it cannot come with the price 
of drifting away. The husband and wife need to connect. They need their private vacations. They need their physical intimacy. They need all the things that they need to do for each other and their alone time with each other. And if children sense attention, or if children sense a cold shoulder, children sense, even if they're good people, just from hecticness that they're drifting the far apart, the mother's over here and the father's over there, and they're like in different channels, it hurts them terribly sometimes. And it can affect them. Not every child is affected negatively that way. Depends on the child, depends on the teenager, but many are. They see themselves also as 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 being flawed in that sense. And it's very important to do that. So again, to regain connection of a husband and wife, if they already drifted apart, or look at Chilo what to do. You need to set aside time. Time with no interruptions. There, there should be a time. You don't have time during the week. Then on the weekend, whenever it is. And this is not data time. Meaning when you talk in this sense, husband and wife, it's not like, uh, did we take care of the cleaners? Did we pay this bill? Whatever it is. It's the working on the marriage. To talk about your connection. To see how we could handle it. How we could make it better. And that's very, very important. And again, like we said, the daily time together, even 5-10 minutes on a hectic day, to be intentional about it, to focus on it, that 10 minutes a day can do great things for your marriage. Usually when couples start this, that we're going to force ourselves and make a commitment to connect with each other 10 minutes a day in a real way, it usually becomes 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and they start enjoying it more and more, and they realize its importance more and more. Brainstorm about ideas, how to, how, to, how to connect with one another. Taking walks together, playing even games together. Special date at night. Physical touch is important. Even non-sexual physical touch, embracing, hugging, touching of a hand, it's very special, it's bonding, not just sexually, but emotionally. And very often when raising young kids, these aspects are neglected and it needs to be strengthened. And to build it back into your marriage. And once you build it back into your marriage, the connecting time daily, the physical affection, even non-sexual, you keep those habits. You don't revert back to the non-communication. You continue being strong in, in that connection. And couples need to do this very often. They need two types of time. They need work time, Work time means that when they work on their marriage, we're not connecting as much. How are we going to work on connecting? That's just a work time type of date between a husband and a wife, working towards each other and how to get their marriage better. But then there is something called date time. Date time means when you designate a night or two hours a night or whatever it is, nothing heavy, They're just enjoying each other. Now, these can sometimes overlap. You could have a same night where you're working on talking about the how to make your marriage better and also enjoying yourself. It does overlap sometimes, but it is two different things. You need sometimes where you have a daytime where you're just enjoying each other. You're not thinking and doing anything heavy. A date night should be primarily fun, not simply, uh, you know, just simply to enjoy each other. No heavy topics, miniature golf, hiking, walking playing a fun game, going to a fancy restaurant, whatever it is. 
And a work work time night, that's something else. That's intentional to brainstorm on ideas to make the marriage better, to improve on it. And, um, for example, it's good L time uh, to decide, you know, this upcoming year. How are we going to ha- enhance our marriage? How are we going to improve our character for the next year? And um, in this way, you look at a marriage as an important business it's no less important than an important business. It's no less important than maintaining your car. When do you get the oil change? You don't get the oil change after the car breaks down. You may get the oil change before the car breaks down. Preventative. Preventative. And that's what we need to do. We need to be more mindful and more, pre- uh, and more um, working towards not necessarily... Uh, waiting for a crisis to happen, but before any crisis would happen, to prevent it. Very few people do this in their marriages, and it's very important to start doing this, that you don't have to wait for a crisis or a particular problem or for drifting apart. You say to yourself, these things could happen. In the course of life, these things do happen, and I need to work, let's work together now to prevent that. And that's a wonderful etza to do. We'll continue in the next year, Bezos Hashem.